This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Nation Radio, final segment of today's show. Oh, man, well, we got to go so we can get back tomorrow because, you know, it's game day tomorrow, man. Oh, I can't wait. It would help if I turn my microphone on. I know, We're going to have a jam-packed show tomorrow, Arthur Motes. Oh, what what happens on jam-packed shows tomorrow? Well, we're going to have our typical three things Thursday, I would imagine. Okay. We also got to, you know, do all of our typical game day or show before game shenanigans. Here we go song. What's that? Five Star Friday. Okay, okay. Predictions. Okay. So, uh, yeah, make sure you tune in tomorrow at noon because we are going to be off and run. Like, when that gun goes at noon, we're going to be like Usain Bolt coming around Oof. the corner on the 200-meter dash. Straight like that. Huh. <laughs> but with that being said, man, we're obviously going to react to your tweets because, I mean, we got to do that. That's always awesome. It's always fun. But more importantly, we got to talk some Joe Hayden news first, man, because I am I'm a little sad, man. It's not looking like he's going to be out there for us on uh, Thursday night. It's kind of not cool. It's kind of not cool. Kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. They got a pretty good wide receiver that we would uh, like to have him on. Like to have Joe available for, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So not, not, not too fond of that. Too fond. Situation. But it had me thinking. And I wanted to ask you because, you know, sometimes I think and I wonder, hey, am I just thinking this because I'm a former player? Sure. Or am I thinking this because it's legitimate cause for concern? Sure. With Joe Hayden, he's not having an injury of the season-ending variety, right, where it's clear-cut he can't come back. Right now it's looking like, okay, he practices a little bit, but not enough to be able to go. And it had me wondering, is this a scenario of cause and effect? Ooh. And what do I mean by that is this. Um, Big host words and terms today from Arthur Motes, baby. This offseason we knew Joe Hayden – wanted a contract extension he made it uh very uh public his agent did as well not in a nasty sense but it was just clear that hey they, they also, wanted they to made get an extension yeah. right and the Steelers made it known their response was no we don't want to do business with you right now sing for your supper right now we've seen what this defense has looked like when Joey Hayden has been out there in the secondary it looks really good at times when he's available I do think that he is still our best cornerback agreed but once again the Steelers did decide not to compensate him and now, I wonder, because he hasn't been compensated, right, and this is a contract year for him, is this a scenario where he is just being a little extra cautious and not necessarily willing to go out there when he's less than 100% solely because he understands what's at stake for him in terms of contract negotiations sure. here in Pittsburgh and league-wide? Sure. Because if the team didn't want to extend him before the season and say they have already made it their mind and they're not going to extend him next season as well, well, if he comes out here and he's less than 100% healthy and he puts bad tape out there, that hurts him in terms of getting money, compensation, on the open market. Or it makes the injury worse. Yeah, that's the other part. Right. So you can either make the injury worse or you you go out here and you put bad tape in the team. The Steelers say, hey, we wanted to extend you, but we definitely don't want to do it now because of this bad tape in your age. Or they use that against you, right? Right. You want this much, but we only want to pay you this much because look how you were in these games. Right. And and I think of those things. And the reason why I ask that is because we've seen T.J. Watt now twice this season where he's been less than 100% and clearly less than 100%. Yes. 
But he still went out there, and I said to myself, well, man, what was the difference? One being this guy is under contract, whereas this guy isn't. Now, like I said, this could completely be off, but I was just – that's why I wanted to ask you – do you think that is something that could be potentially at play here with Joe Hayden's availability or the lack thereof? I certainly do. I think you I think you'd be naive if again, this is one of those we love these guys. Mozi, you will not find a bad person in this town, fan, media, former teammate, current teammate, old coach Tom Bradley who you know I've been fortunate enough to do some shows with anytime Joe Hayden's name comes up. Everybody talks about how this is the best dude ever. Yeah. There's never anyone who has a bad thing to say about Joe Hayden. Not in Cleveland and not in Pittsburgh. And that's rare that both of those cities agree on something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, like, I I think if you're even someone who, you know, like, is the biggest Joe Hayden fan and you want to think that he would always put it all on the line for the Steelers and that some of this other stuff would be, like, you're just, this is life in the National Football League. This is the business of sports, not not certainly the NFL and certainly here in Pittsburgh, but everywhere else with professional athletes too. The, those two things that you hit on, I think, have to absolutely be real things, given his age and given his contract extension, or, or lack thereof, his his pending free agency, I should say. Yeah. Because he has made no inclination that he wants to retire, that he wants this to be his last year. So, yeah, he's going to negotiate with the Steelers. He's going to be on the market for 31 other NFL teams. And we all know that tape that you, you know, that those that those performances that you put on tape, particularly Moats, we know this time of season two is always more heavily weighted than September or October. What did you do in December? What did you do in crunch time? What did you do when your team really needed victories? I, I think you'd be naive if you if you if you didn't think that this was and I'm not saying it's the whole thing. But it, it certainly has to be part of the equation. Because I do think it plays that role, right? It does. It feels like it. <laughs> it absolutely does. No, it, it certainly does. Again, I think you're just being naive if, if you can't understand or admit that. We're not saying you, we ha- you have to love it. We're not saying you have to agree with it. But sometimes, like, you know, it's just one of those it is what it is type things. I also think Arthur Motes, in terms of, you know, this conversation, maybe like a, I don't know chicken or an egg type thing Mm, okay i think you could also say that you know this is part of the reason too why right why the steelers might have been hesitant to give him that extension because of of some of these injury concerns and so it it could be kind of two forces working against each other in in that regard too i definitely could see that 100 i can um i will say this also i don't think it's a negative that we're seeing this um, because I do feel at times, you know, anytime we oh, yeah. are talking about the line for the team, right? It should always be team, team, team. And it's yeah. like, no, it shouldn't because we talk about the business element of it. And we just broke down a little bit of the business part where we said that teams would utilize a bad performance by him knowing that he was injured and still going out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that, you know, this is a negative as we are discussing. I just think it is what it currently is, the reality of the situation. But man, that, that, that part. And it's hard to fault the team for not you and I extending him early in the when season. When we had this we conversation about, over yeah. training camp, we talked about how it, it does make sense from the Steelers' point. Yeah. Especially because, too, you know, at the other angle of that, that too, is if this really is the quote-unquote end of an era year for the Steelers, mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to commit money to a, a 32 or 33-year-old. But, you know, right. you want to have that flexibility. I would agree. 
I would so agree. So there's a lot of things that play into this, but I don't think you should be mad at the Steelers for the decisions they made. I don't think if this is part of Joe Hayden's decision or part of his availability right now, I don't think you can hold that against him either. It's you can't be all right when the when the franchise does it and and be against it when the player does it. It's you know, it's one of my favorite. Well, I, I thought we could have that double-edged no, sword. Of, you, know, you, you know, this is where I always come down on your side. It's one of my favorite adages. When you tell them it's just a game, they'll tell you it's a business. When mm-hmm. you tell them it's a business, they'll tell you it's just a game. Exactly. So, exactly. again, I don't think we have to sugarcoat this stuff. Sometimes it's just reality. <sighs> the unfortunate nature of the game. We got some tweets on this, though. What are the people saying on this then, man? Let's see what they're saying. Julie says Joe Hayden deserves to take care of himself. That's life. Our buddy Steeler Nation 920 says, um, our defense is much better all around with Joe Hayden. He will come back, um, I feel, in uh, next season with some stipulations. I, that's what we're all hoping for, certainly. Uh, Rod Dallas says, with Jumpman Joe out, this is the perfect time for Witherspoon to prove a point, stack another strong performance after Sunday. Um, man, it does open up another opportunity that's, for that's, him. Uh, that's uh, certainly thousand another. percent does that, man. Yeah. I, I I absolutely agree. James kind of brings up a good point, wondering if it's smart for a player, you know, who's kind of not in his early 30s anymore, closer to his mid-30s, to maybe appear like he doesn't have the health anymore when nearing free agency. Like, how do you balance that versus the potentially putting out bad film? No, see, I think— Because would teams use that against it? No, hey, no, you no, only played no, so, so, 12 games last year, 13 you know, games last No, you year. know what? The, the answer to that, that is the Melvin Ingram— I mean, essentially, you know, where guys like already played X amount of games. I think Melvin played five games last year before he five came to six, us. Five or six, yeah. But what did we say? It was like, man, we understood, all right, the circumstance of this injury, what is the nature of it? Is it an ACL? Is it an Achilles? It is a back, a neck. It wasn't any of those things for Melvin. So we never looked at it as, oh, he's damaged goods. It was, man, we think that, you know, with him being fully healthy now, he can come here and be this type of asset for us. I think people will look at Joe and say, okay, full body work since he's been in Pittsburgh. How many games has he missed since being in Pittsburgh? And then they'll look at this last season and say, well, you know what? It is a contract year. You know what? It was a soft tissue or it's an ankle. I think because he's done with the ankle, if I remember correctly. Correct. Correct. So it's like, okay. It was probably a high ankle sprain, something that they didn't want to say. But anyone that knows high ankle sprains know four to six weeks, and even at six weeks, you're still not 100%. That's the nature of that injury. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking from experience because I've had that injury it before. It lingers. It lingers. It that's just it is what it is. So a high ankle sprain isn't enough to deter you to make you say, I'm scared to play this play. I'm scared to pay this guy. I think that's going to damage him long term. Not at all. But it gives you context when you're talking about a guy missing – multiple games or a large amount of games in a season so that's why i say for his injury i don't think it hurts him the same way if it was an acl tear it was right when you're talking knee when you're talking shoulder something back right 12 14 month rehab team teams will look at that and be like you know what Uh, yeah you slowing down a little bit but that's not the case with joe when joe's been healthy and joe's been out there he's been playing at a high level Love the breakdown from Professor Motes. Julie wants to know, you know, if there is no Joe Hayden, how you think they go about covering Jefferson? Is it Sutton with safety help? Is it Witherspoon with safety help? What do you think that looks like? I think that, uh, well, because first off, we don't travel our corner. So, but Correct. all those guys are going to get them. I think the biggest thing, I'm going to name three names. And uh, these are the three names that are going to be the most important to uh, managing Justin Jefferson. Are you ready for this? Mike Tomlin. Okay. Keith Butler. Okay. And Minka Fitzpatrick. Ooh, I like. Those See, are the three. Those you know, are the three. I I knew you were going somewhere with that. Mm-hmm. 
for a second, I thought you were going to say like TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, mm. and Cam Hayward because they have to get after right. Kirk Cousins. And, and, and the reason why I didn't even go there is because we've seen Kirk get pressured before, but number one, Highsmith is going to have to take full advantage. Um, I did mix it up. The uh, the left tackle is still going to be that uh, Udo guy. Olasamika. Okay. Uh, it's Udo. always hard with the injury reports yeah. on a short week. Right, so as long as it's Udo, I still love Highsmith to have a ton of success against him. For T.J. Watt, T.J. is still going to make his plays, but I do think it's going to be a little bit more challenging this week compared to who he was going against last week. So my thing is, Justin just – and it's the problem, too, when you're talking about impact, right? Is a sack going to be the same level of impact as that one deep shot that, sure. that Kirk can hit to sure. Justin? Because that's all it takes. That's all it's going to take. It, like like right. we saw against the Raiders, a 60-yard right. touchdown that could change everything. Yeah, that changes you everything. Could, you could win 99% of the plays if yep. they beat you one time for a big touchdown. That kills you. It kills you. So for me, I'm thinking of those things when I'm thinking of, you know, how I, I see this thing playing out and stuff like that. Man, though. Oh. It's, I don't like when we do this. I really don't. I think you're right in the sense there's not going to be one blanket way to slow down Justin Jefferson. Yeah, it's going like, to have to be a group effort. I feel like Mika has to give him direct attention every play, but I also think schematically that's how you're going to really take him out because you're not going to only be able to say, hey, Mika, stay over him, shout at him hard, double, because like I talked about with Tyler Conklin, he is still a good player, and it's crazy. They would have had two good players if Irv Smith was still available to them. He's on IR right now. So with that – I just feel like, okay, it's going to be times where you're going to get the legit hard double. Then it's going to be other times where you're slinging the covers to his side. Yeah. You're playing, you know, cover six. You're playing fours. You're doing anything to keep a safety over top. Your two-man concepts. Whatever it is, you're going to make sure you have extra help for him. Hence the reason why I said Coach T first. Yep. <laughs> and Keith Butler second. Because they're going to have to give it to us this week, baby. And that center fielder, Mega Fitzpatrick. Right, I don't want to see no smoking mirrors. I don't want to see no, oh, I thought that James Pierre could stand up one-on-one against this guy. Or I thought Justin Lane could stand up one-on-one. I, I, let's not play that game. This guy is as good as advertised. I agree. Steelers Man 7 says, good afternoon, fellas. Ready for the week. Going to be my first game stealing the, seeing the Steelers play in person on Thursday. I'm super pumped. Got to keep the train rolling. Wants to know if you will be there tailgating. You will not be in Minnesota, will you? Correct. I will not be in Minnesota. It's a weekday game. Motsi's got kids. He's got responsibilities. My kids need me to kiss them goodnight, and I got to wake them up in the morning. And uh, me and Gray, you know, he's my – He's my responsibility in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get him dressed, okay? So I have to do that, brush his teeth, make sure we flex off our abs, okay? Then I have to make sure that I'm available so my middle girl, Ava, we can have the same shoes on, okay? That's what we do now. We wear the same shoes. And I got to make sure I wake up early enough to kiss my oldest daughter, KK. Good morning. Goodbye to have a great day at school. Oh, so and I you got to let the two Frenchies out. Can't forget that. And I got to hold my wife's hand and just say, hey, babe, I love your hand. You got beautiful oh, you eyes. you beautiful this morning. Okay? So if I'm in Minnesota, I cannot do those things on a weekday. And I personally like to do those things on a weekday, dig it. <laughs> so, yes, I will not be in Minnesota. Yenzer Steve says, give me Ben as the quarterback, Vikings offense, Steelers defense. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Julie says she does think a lot of people, not us specifically, but she says she's worried that that maybe we're not taking. You know, some people are downplaying the Vikings in their offense. Don't and we of, always do that? Of course, being a good Canadian, Julie spells offense with a C. Ooh. She okay. says this will be more impress. This will be a impressive win if we pull it off. Oh, I agree with that. Just a Only lot short of things. As well, short man. week up against the Ravens. Um, Keith says, I got to go with Ben at quarterback because I think it'll be a close game, and I'll go with the guy that has fifty-one game-winning drives. Um, if Darisaw doesn't play, that gives us an even more potent pass rush, which would benefit mm-hmm. the defense. Uh, offense, 
I'll give the edge slightly to the Vikings. I think they have a better run game. It'll be another cardiac game. I think we pull out. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy, man. You talk about the Vikings. 11 one-score games this season. That's the most in the NFL. It's crazy. So, <laughs> I know everybody's going, oh, man, we Got should blow them out. It's going to be a one-score game. Yeah, about to say, for, for all your predictions, give me 30 to 13. I'm just telling you all now. Just telling you now. Okay. Keep it close. Yeah, it's been 11 games for them boys. <laughs> and like nine of them been one-score games? Nine no, no, or ten? No. 11. All 11? All Ooh. 11 have Ooh. been one-score games. Hey, I can do the math on that. Okay. That's 100% of the time. Absolutely. All right, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Low Life Lopez tweets us. and I don't think we've heard of him before. Oh, or gosh. them before. Just to, be, just to be safe. Welcome to the party, pal. Lopez wants to know, hey, guys, or says, hey, guys, I'm flying into Minnesota from San Antonio for my second ever Steelers game. Let's go, cousin. Let's Get it. He says, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a better day than Ben. I think the short week will get to Ben. Boswell comes through clutch, though, for the win in the end. I like that. I like that a lot. I do, too. Well, who do you think has the better punter in this matchup? Did <laughs> you stop? <laughs> I, see what you, I see what you did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was just asking for a friend. Oh, is, is there a punter from down under? Well, you know, mate, I, I, he, he once told me, put was another shrimp on the bobby. Was he put, put another shrimp on the bobby, mate. Put put another shrimp on the bobby, mate. And you look at the numbers. Put another was shrimp he, on the bobby, mate. Was he formerly mate. of this congregation? Come there, on now, mate. Punter. Come on now. It, it was only one punter that I shared a, a locker room with while I was here, mate. That's all I'm saying, mate. Or actually, I did share with two because I had Brad Wing. I, I happened to have all my punters be Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. You know, you know, another ship on the Bobby for the kangaroo man. But yes, yes, they do have a punter by the name of Jordan Berry who is absolutely having a phenomenal season. He is up having there. a pretty good year, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Let's hope that doesn't become a, uh, an X factor in the game. Well, actually, we want that to be an X factor. That means our defense is doing his job. Okay, fair point. Yes. Fair point. <laughs> Clint tweets us and says he's got our Kirk Cousins comparison. He's Milwaukee's best. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's not Natty Light. He's the Bucks. He's, he's, t- he's the Bucks. You respect them. They're cool, but nobody's a fan of them unless you live in Milwaukee. That's who they are right now, man. G Rob, no. What'd they do? What'd they do? <sighs> he says, I might be a coupon cutter, but regardless, I'm going with Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not happy with the body for not going with seven. I'm riding with vintage Ben this week. He knows that this is all possibly coming to an end. He knows he's got to show up from here on out. Mm-hmm. That's hey, that's always an interesting wrinkle to this well, too. And I will say, I do think he showed up last week. But show up in 2021 is different than the show up that everybody else is remembering. It's not the same right now. Like what we saw last week is best case right now for us. Like yo, that's what we need. Like that was kind of. I mean. Was really impressive, probably a step below what we saw in the Chargers game, though, in terms of some of the things he was able to do that game. So, yeah. Steel City Champs, three questions. Getting it in on a Wednesday before the busy Thursday. Witherspoon or St. Pierre? St. Pierre. I was, who's St. Pierre? It's Christmas season. I thought it was Pierre Island. All right, all right. Um, if you're asking me who I would give – the bigger opportunity right now, I think I would go Witherspoon because we've seen Pierre have that for most of the season. I want to see what Witherspoon can do on the back of a good performance. If he can stack that, parlay that into a second strong For me, I think uh, it was crappy how to handle the situation, but it is what it is. Um, I'm not a fan of a guy playing well for how many weeks he has a bad game and then you just completely yank sure, him. Sure. And not just yank him, you leapfrog him as well with Justin Lane. I, I, don't, I don't like that at all. But at the same time, Witherspoon did play well. But the funny thing is, 
for Witherspoon's well performance, if we talk about the previous times we've seen him out there, it's been a far cry from a very good performance. In fact, people have been like, why are we even having him out there? Why do we even trade for him? So that's my only issue when we talk about the optimism that we're going to have surrounding Witherspoon going into this Vikings game versus a guy like James Pierre. But because it is coming off of a good game, recency bias, then yeah, you just yeah. I would rather stick with what Ride we just saw. Hand. Right. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of how it all played out because we all know let him get matched up in a bad situation with Justin Jefferson. Everybody will be over here saying, Oh, we need James oh, Pierre back yeah. in there. Why, Why do we got a Keller win? Hey, that, that, that's my thing, man. <laughs> that's gonna be one of those hindsight yes. twenty twenty things Absolutely, if it doesn't go man. well. Uh second question from Champs. Better Christmas drink, eggnog or hot cocoa? Hot cocoa. I'm you not say, an eggnog I'm guy. I'm not a huge all. eggnog guy. I'm not an eggnog guy. Yeah. And number three, third and final question from Steel City Champs. Better man cave idea. Room full of arcade games or room full of video game consoles? I kind of like the arcade games. I think yeah. the vintage looks are a lot doper. Well, that's true. Like, I like that look because I asked myself, man cave, yes, you're down there a ton. You're watching events down there, fights football games stuff like that but how often are you actually going to be like gaming down there by yourself whereas like when i think of when i'm entertaining what am i going to get more use i'm going to get more use out of these arcade games they're going to look cool playing them are going to be fun versus all the different consoles i know for me i'm not playing the consoles like i'll have like my one i want to play but i'm not going to play i'm going to play the ps5 the xbox then do this 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 this. like i'm not going to do all that i probably won't Steel City Champs, I'm going video game console. I'm yeah, in the complete like opposite of modes. Let's go to Two it. weeks ago, I busted out my original Xbox and mm-hmm. was playing Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. OG Halo just a couple yeah. weeks ago. But I think context, I too. You don't game year. as much as I do. Context, right? Uh, How often do you play video games? Well, see, in the, over the last seven weeks or before no, that? No, no, no. No, I'm saying just like in general. In general, before yeah. I had the daughter, I, I played for about two hours every night. Okay, okay. This is your own part. Wifey would go to bed at 9.30. Okay. I'd stay up to like 11.30 gaming. Okay. I like your discipline. You stop at 11.30. I've never stopped at 11.30. Well, I, I, you know, I like getting, your discipline. I'm getting, I'm getting older now. I like your discipline. Okay, okay. You know, I do completely agree with you, though, just for the pure look of the basement. Yeah. I the, like the, look the, the arcade games would be yeah. sweet. Rod Dollar wants to know our bonus. Now, do you share your games though? Like your console, console. Like if somebody were to come over and say, "Hey, let's play Xbox together," you gonna play Xbox with them? Because I know for me, I don't play with people. All right, me. You con- come over to my con- house. Oh, can I play PS Five? No. Con- confession time. <laughs> so I'm fortunate enough in the same neighborhood development uh-huh. where we live, and it's funny. My wife's a saint about this. Yeah. I got three of my good friends from high school that oh, live in the same development. Clutch, then. Okay. So one of our buddies, Shane, lives yeah. around the corner. Okay. And then two of our buddies, Garrett and Andy, live together That's literally clutch. right down the street. That's clutch, then. The four of us get together a lot, like particularly yeah. over holiday. Like, I bet you we'll do it over Christmas at some okay. point. And we will play four-person Smash or yeah, Mario Kart. No, 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 that's dope, that's We'll dope. also play four-person Lord of the Rings on original Xbox. Okay. No, see, I didn't know you had the homies. But that got, changes. Like, that changes, wa- yeah. Like, we can all walk right. to each other's places. Because I'm like, my boys, we live in different states. Sure, I'm like, if we sure. lived in the same neighborhood, like, I'd be right with you there. Philly, yeah. this wasn't the case. Right, yeah. and that's why for me, I'm like... I'm not playing my systems with anybody like that because only my homies I'm playing with and we play online I'm, together. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've, I've, we've said this day. a lot that yeah. we'll look back at this years <laughs> from now like the four of us living walking distance from each other is, yeah, pretty, is, dope, is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, Like they all came up to our house and we all did Halloween together and passed out Halloween candy. Like Let's stuff go. like that. Because um, they're all single and none of them are married or have girlfriends. They're all a bunch of jabronis. Love you guys if you're listening. Rod Dollar wants to know are boneless wings nuggets or am I just tripping? They taste good. That's all I care about because I, I will order them and eat them. Like, I don't, I, call do. them, I don't call them wings, but I also don't discriminate. Get, like, 
Yeah. You like what you like. Food yeah. and music, you like what you like. Don't let anybody tell so you So you say you don't call them wings. What do you call them? I would just say probably chicken tenders. But chicken, a chicken tender is different than a boneless well, wing, listen, though. Like if That's I'm all, going yeah, to a yeah. restaurant and uh-huh. it's on the menu is boneless, maybe I should have ordered that. That's different. what I was like. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? Like how do you like order when this? We, you know, when when Big Shop Bob's brings us wings here and stuff to the gotcha. studio. Okay. Okay. I fill up my plate with boneless wings. Gotcha. Okay. But if I'm ordering wings myself, I'm just I don't think I'm oh, ever. I'm no, no, always no, yeah. getting bone in. Right. Right. I feel you on yeah. that. Yeah. I just didn't know. I was like, you call boneless wings like, yeah, like tenders? I'm, I was like, what? If I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings and somebody wants, I'm not gonna be like, oh, can I get the tenders? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I was like, dang, we doing that? Yeah. You. Yeah. You're right. I should have should have clarified. But they still be good though. Should have clarified. And it's a purpose for them. Like I said, I eat them when I'm out at places because I don't want to have my hands dirty and I got to shake a lot of hands. I don't like doing that. Switch it. Cr tweets us and wants to know if we're filling in tomorrow for Max and Wolf. We are not. We'll be our normal. They're doing their show from Minnesota, I believe. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, I think, and that's would be the case. We're doing our normal our normal noon. We will start yeah. the pregame show at noon tomorrow because yes. remember how we do on game right, days. Right. Moats and I we do the pre pre pregame exactly. show. That's how we go. That's 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 the time we on. Starts at noon tomorrow. Um, Art Bracy says, "What's up, cousins? Wants to know your thoughts on Kendrick Green. You know, I, I, I he says I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, give him time to see if he can prove. I just don't think he is. Feels like he spends more time in the backfield than Najee Harris. Oh, wow, Bracy, that listen, that you was, know, <laughs> Cut that, was, that was cold. That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, it's, a good, it's a good joke, but it's also cold. Burr. You're a mean one, Burr, Mister Grinch, Burr. He Burr. understood the assignment. All right." Thoughts on Kendrick Green? Um, undersized. Uh, like his effort. Um, don't like his technique all the time. I do think that he played better this week than in previous weeks, but I think he is who he is right now. Um, we can make the case doesn't need to be stronger, doesn't need to get bigger. Right. That's going to be a coaching decision in terms of how they figure that part of him out. But, yeah, he just – I don't know. I don't know if it's his strength, his technique. I mean, it's a lot with him this season. I'll just leave it as I thought that he played better last week. That's yeah, nice way to put it. Agreed. Don't put that on me. What, what say you, Mister Wesley Uli? Yeah, you got our balls. Yeah, yeah. What you what you seeing? Uh, I agree. He, he's <laughs> listen. You and I have been keeping an eye on him since training camp, and I'll give him. I'll agree with you. You know what? Since it, there were days at training camp where he really struggled, and he has fought, and he has clawed, and and the he has like, heart. The relentless. He got hurt. You know, we joke a lot of yeah. times. That I make this joke with Crowley sometimes. At WVU doesn't recruit many five star guys, but we get five heart guys. Yes, yes. He's he, a he's a he's a five heart guy. Big big heart on that guy right there, man. But I, I I would agree. I think it's fair safe to say that you know at this point in the season he's you know not a rookie anymore. You'd, yeah. you'd like to see some more consistent performances. Yeah, I would definitely say that as well, man. Um, Nine twenty says, hold on, Mozi. Don't don't be uh throwing dirt on my bucks. Current NBA champions. <laughs> I said that I was like, you know, if you from Milwaukee, you probably like the Bucks. The same way people from Minnesota probably like Kirk Cousins. But other than that, yeah. Rod Dalla says, put it in a blender, fellas. Hennessy and eggnog. Don't knock it till you try. It. That just sounds. Oh 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 oh. Uh, you know what I'll do in that scenario? I'll just dump the eggnog into the drain, and I'll yeah. just put the Hennessy on some rocks or, in a, sh- or in a shot glass. It'd be perfect. <laughs> Rebecca, the lit one, says, I'm very conflicted about who I think will win this game. Have the black and gold played two straight good games this season? Well, I guess that would depend on how you define good. Well, by uh, the letter of the law, we are currently 6-5-1. So I do think the odds – and we've had a three-game non-losing streak. 
is true. <laughs> this is true. We are the definition of, you know, right in the middle. Actually, we're slightly above the middle right now. Wait, wait are you, hold on. You ready for this full we're circle sli- we're moment? Slightly, we're slightly above it. Are you saying we're Chipotle? Uh-oh. I believe we are Chipotle right now. I believe we are Chipotle right now. That's who we are. We, we are the Chipotle Steelers. Okay? So, as I am very, very hungry thinking about Chipotle. Yeah, seriously. Since you done brought up Chipotle multiple times, I feel like this is a crossover within the locker room because like we're noodles, talking about noodles food Noodles and so company much. sounds pretty good right now, You know, some, sometimes you, you need above average, just not elite, and, it, and it'll get the job done, okay? Listen, so, you can't always pay for the, for the five-star future Hall of Fame. You're right. So, with that being said, I'm ready to go get some Chipotle. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this show, all right? It was a blast of a show today, man. Shout it out was. to my producer, Mr. Bing Bang. Bing Bang. Thank you, cousin. Front of, uh, talking about Kurt? Yeah, like that. I didn't say <laughs> thank you, <laughs> coupon. Ha ha. Ha ha. Also, listen, I always love I love a Motos Wednesday. Hey, man, Great sh- stuff. You come proper. You bring a new segment. You got the topics that everyone wants to discuss. Hey, man, I just try to do what I, I do, I mean, this man. guy's a professional. I keep telling you, I'm going to look up one day. He's gonna, It's going to be like Goodwill Hunting. I'm going to look up one day, and Moats is going to be on the NFL Network, and he's going to be saying something like, you know what, fellas? They don't ask how. They ask how many, and I'm going to smack the table, and I'm going to go, hey, he took my line. Hey, well, that's only going to work if I know how to get out of here before we work overtime because that is frowned upon in the big leagues. So shout out to my co-host, my partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. There it is. I like it. I like it. And the power grid and megawatts, as always, man. Y'all have been phenomenal. So with that being said, y'all know where to find mm-hmm. us tomorrow. Game day. Same time. Pre-game same show. place. Y'all know we in these same streets. And we're always on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Nation. Okay. Radio. There it is. <laughs>